Victory begins on the inside of you. I want to show you from the word how your victory is already inside of you. And what do we do to see it happen around us? It's all in the word of God. And thank you for being with me. Thank you for being my wonderful family. And I pray the Lord today will meet all your needs and put you back on top. Hallelujah. Dearest Jesus, thank you for your promises. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your love and grace. To you belongs all the glory. Bless your people, Lord, marvelously today. Amen and amen. All right. Now, I want to begin by showing you 2 Peter. Let's go to 2 Peter. We begin with this wonderful portion of the Word of God. Chapter 1, verse 3 and verse 4. It says, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things, all things, that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. What an amazing promise. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these promises ye might be partakers of God's divine nature. Partakers of the divine of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So, again, when you focus on the promises, that's how victory really begins. So you may be facing right now a very difficult situation. I want you to stop looking at it. Stop looking at it. And start looking at what the Bible has given us in promise. We have amazing promises God will fulfill. But there's one thing you and I need to do, which I'm going to talk about in just a moment. But first, let's go to Psalm 119. You know, I have been in the faith for many years. And I've learned the hard way, the hard way. Because I have faced more battles than you would ever face, I think. Anyways, I have faced a lot of battles. And it always comes back to this. Psalm 119, verse 93. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. So the promises of God is all we have with all the warfare around us. When we focus on the promises and from the inside of us, we begin to believe and act upon them, act upon them, and I'll show you how you act upon them. But as we act upon them, victory begins to come forth. So, Lord, I will never forget your precepts. So when people forget the promises, that's when their troubles just stick around. Their promises, uh, their, their problems, I should say, don't go away. The promises drive the problems out. With them, Lord, with your promises, you have quickened me. Look at... Uh, same Psalm, verse 94. I am thine, save me, for I have sought thy what? Precepts. Lord, I'm yours. Now please save me from the problem I'm facing. And I know what to do now. I will look, I will seek your precepts. Look at Psalm 
119, same Psalm, verse 95. The wicked have waited for me to destroy me. The wicked wants to destroy you and I. The enemy wants to destroy us. What do we do to have victory over him? I will consider your testimonies or give attention to your word. Satan cannot touch us when we, when we pay attention to the promises of God in his word. Because David said, the wicked, this is verse 95 of Psalm 119, the wicked have waited for me to destroy me, but I will consider, I will pay attention to your testimonies, to your promises. Okay, so how do we activate the word of God? This will surprise you. By praise, by praise, the power of praise. We praise the Lord for his promises. We thank him for his word and promises. When you begin to do that, a mighty power will literally be released out of your being. There's tremendous power in praise. But what are we praising him for? We're praising him because he gave us promises. He's a great God and greatly to be praised, the Bible says. Great is the Lord. Great is his word. Great are his promises. And we praise him for his promises. For his promises. Now, the word um, praise has three different meanings in Hebrew. Number one, and most often, it means to laud, to boast, to celebrate. So when when I look at the Hebrew word, it also says, uh, the, the one of the words for it is yada, besides baruch, yada, meaning your hands. We praise him with lifting up our hands. This is very, very powerful because the Bible says in the Psalms and other portions of the world, let me just show you a few of them. Psalm 134, for example. You know, you'd be, you'd be amazed how much the Bible has to say about lifting up our hands and the power we release with that. Do you know that? It's amazing. We release, I have someone here listening too, we release the power of God with the lifting up of our hands. Just that alone. In Psalm 134, verse 2, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Lift up your hands to bless the Lord. Wow. So by lifting up my hands, I'm blessing the Lord. And then in Psalm 63, verse 4, Write these down. Now, there's a lot more I can give you, but there's no need to give you too many. Psalm 63, verse 4, it says this. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. 
I will lift up my hands in your name means I praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. I give you praise in Jesus' name. We begin to praise the Lord in the name of his Son. And that's when the power of God begins to flow in our hearts, in us, to defeat the purpose of the enemy. Uh, in 1 Timothy 2.8, Paul talks about, in the New Testament, about the importance of lifting up our hands to the Lord. 1 Timothy 2 and verse 8. Here's what it says. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath, without doubting. So proper praise is when you lift up your hands without questioning the promises. Because it says without doubting without wrath and doubting. Now that word also, baruch or barach, means to kneel, means to salute. You know what it it says in Psalm 103? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. It's the word baruch or barach. Now when we say baruch, we say I bless you. Baruch atah, I bless you, Lord. But barach means blessings, baracha, blessings. So here it also means to kneel. It means to salute. It means to bless. So yada, I lift up my hands, and baruch, I kneel, I salute, I bless the Lord. Why though? Why praise? Why bless the Lord? Why lift up my hands? Because it releases the power of God in praise. Praise releases the power of God out of us. There is incredible power with praise. Let me give you some amazing, amazing results of praise. In fact, I'm going to give you seven of them. Make sure to write them down. Number one, number one, when we praise, God shows up. Now that's powerful, okay? When we praise, God always shows up. And when the Lord shows up, the enemy can't stay around, right? So in Psalm 22, verse 3, it says what? But thou art holy, O thou, that inhabitest the praises of Israel. So praise is where God lives. Praise is where God lives. The power of God is released because the second you praise the Lord for his promises... His presence manifests, his power manifests. He dwells there. He inhabits the praises of of Israel. He inhabits the praises of his people. That's where he lives. Number two, number two, praise gives us access to the throne. Isn't that wonderful? Wow. Praise gives us access to the throne of God. You know, I'm just reminding you today. I know you know all that. It's good to remind you. What lays inside of you? The power that resides within you. You can release it. Your victory begins on the inside of you. Believe me. I've seen this happen in my life many times when I didn't know what what to do. I just began praising. So it says in Psalm 100 and verse 4, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless 
his name. Wow. And then it says why? For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth, or word, endures forever to all generations. So because we, 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 we praise him because he is good and his mercy is everlasting, and his truth, or word, endures but we praise him mainly for his greatness, for his greatness, his great love, his great mercy, his great grace, his great long-suffering, his great patience, his greatness. Wow. We praise the Lord for victories, great victories. Number three, number three, praise, the Bible says, changes our garments. Now, let me explain that to you, but first, let's read it together. Let's read Isaiah 61, Isaiah 61, and verse 3, and verse 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Do you know that praise releases people from depression? If you're struggling struggling and troubled by depression, start praising the Lord. Put a music tape on with praise and start praising the Lord with the singers. You'll see it'll break. I've seen this happen in people's lives. Praise has such power, it breaks the oppressive, demonic powers of Satan. Just breaks them. Depression is gone through praise. Today, what people do is they take medication for depression. They go see a doctor for depression. Praise is the answer. Not not medication, not pills. Praise is the answer for depression. I'm telling you, when you praise the Lord, miracles will happen. Miracles will happen. Yeah, there, there are some things we need pills for, we need medication for, of course. I'm not denying we need them for something. But I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm telling you, there is great power in praise, more than what we realize. Because often depression is a spiritual problem. It's a spiritual problem. And spiritual problems are dealt with spiritual weapons. Spiritual trouble is dealt with spiritual weapons. So think about what it says here, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, people who are mourning, they're in depression, they're in depression. To give unto them beauty for ashes, beauty for ashes, what what are ashes? Destruction. The oil of joy for mourning, how? The garment of praise is the answer. The garment of praise will replace mourning, ashes, heaviness. And now people who begin to praise, God begins to use them to bring healing to others because it says that they might be called trees of righteousness. Trees of righteousness. And then it says in verse 4, they shall build old wastes. They shall raise up former desolations. They shall repair waste cities and repair the desolations of many generations. How? Because of praising. Praise has power where God will use you 
to literally restore people's lives that you know. Who needs restoration? I remember, you know, um, I was going to a service one time, and I'm in the car. And I wasn't having a good day that day, to be honest with you. So I put on one of our praise tapes from one of the crusades in the car. And I just began praising the Lord with Steve Brock and Alvin Slaughter. I began praising with Jimmy McDonald from the, from the old crusades. The power of God hit the car. It hit the car. And I began praising. And Chad was with me driving. He began praising. We got to the service. And the glory of God hit like wham. I forgot all about my problems that morning. Oh, we all face them. We all face problems with our families. Come on, please. You have them. I, you know, I got them too. Praising the Lord releases you from that like that. Okay. And it changes your garments. It changes your situation completely. Number four. Listen, I know somebody needs this word. I really know somebody needs this word right now. Praise not, not only changes your garments of heaviness and depression and ashes and mourning. Praise not only where God uses you to restore others, but praise brings deliverance from devils. Did you know what the psalmist said in Psalm 50? Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Lord. Forevermore we give you praise. Look what it says. In, in, in Psalm 50, verse 23, Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me, and to him that orders his conversation. All right, meaning praise fixes the way you talk. Praise causes you to order your conversation right. And that word conversation also means conduct or life. Not only what you say, but the way you live. Will I show what? The deliverance of God, the salvation of God. That word salvation here means deliverance. Whoever offers praise will be what? Delivered. Whosoever offereth praise glorifieth me. And to him that orders his conduct aright will I show what? The deliverance of God. Salvation of God. So deliverance is the result of praise. Are you, are you bound today by, am I talking to someone who's bound by some problems or demons or something else? Start praising the Lord. Just praise the Lord. You know, uh, the, the, that old song, when, when you're up against the struggle that shadows all your dreams, just begin praising the Lord and the chains will fall right off. I'm telling you, it works. All those songs you hear, it's true. I've seen it work in my life and the lives of other people. Hallelujah. Praise also amazingly, amazingly protects you. Do you know that, that there's protection in praise? Uh, and preservation, not only pro- protection, but preservation. In, in Psalm 57, 17, here's what it says, sorry. Psalm 59, I said 57, 59, 17. There's one thing smarter than you and I. It's a piece of paper. <laughs> so, make sure I pay attention. All right. Unto thee, I'm reading Psalm 59, 17. Unto thee, O my strength, will I sing or praise. For God is what? My defense. God is my protector. Why? Because... 
I am singing to him. Unto thee, O my strength, will I sing, will I praise. For God, you, Lord, my defense. So there's protection when we praise the Lord. And not only protection, but we are preserved. We are preserved. Look at Psalm 71. Psalm 71, verse 6 through 8. I hope you'll enjoy this, sweet people of God. I'm just reminding you today of the power of praise because that is the power inside of you that can bring victories to your life. So victory begins on the inside of you. It says that David encouraged himself, encouraged himself in the Lord his God when, when, when he faced loss and he came to Ziglag in 1 Samuel 30 and it was all disaster, burnt, the whole thing was gone. He encouraged himself in the Lord his God. He praised the Lord. He knew the power that was in him. He encouraged himself. It was already there in the Lord his God. He looked on the inside of him, began praising the Lord. Are you facing a problem? Look look on the inside of you. Let that mighty war uh, warrior, that mighty giant, that mighty victorious man of the spirit come forth through praise. Hallelujah. All right. It says in Psalm 71, 6 through 8, Psalm 71, 6 through 8, it says this, By thee have I been holden up from the womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels. My praise shall be continually of thee. Wow. So praise preserved him. By thee I've been holden up, I've been preserved. And then he says in verse 7, I'm as a wonder unto many, but Lord, you're my refuge. You're my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with your praise, with thy praise and thy honor all the day. So you see in those verses, Psalm 71, 6, 7, 8, that God preserves those who praise him. You're my, my refuge, Lord, in verse 7. You are my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with your praise. Let my mouth, Lord, be filled with your praise and with your honor. And God will protect and preserve us. Number six, six is Psalm 149. Praise are, you know, is a mighty weapon against the devil. You can literally drive demons out with praise. If your home is oppressed, if there's demonic activity somewhere you are, just begin praising the Lord, you'll drive those devils right out. Or play worship music, they're gone. Even Saul knew that. Even Saul knew that. Even his people knew that when the when, when a demon came, they said, let's look for, for a, a, a you know, musician because there's power in music, there's power in praise. And when David be, began playing his instrument, those devils were gone. If God can bring peace to Saul, don't you think he will bring peace to you through praise and keep all those troubles away? Praise is powerful. So it says in Psalm 149, verse 6 through 9, Let the high praises of God be in their mouth, and a two-edged sword in their hand, to execute vengeance upon the heathen, punishment upon the nobles, 
to bind their kings with chains. Who are these kings? They're demonic powers. And their nobles with fetters of iron. So praise executes vengeance on the wicked. Punishment on the wicked. Binding their demonic kings with chains. Their nobles with fetters of iron. And this is not talking about people in the flesh. This is talking about spiritual powers being bound by praise. To execute upon them the judgment written. This honor of all his saints. You are honored that God has given you a weapon that you need to use all the time. It's called praise. Praise is a mighty weapon of war. This honor have all his saints. We are honored. Who else do you know that has power with praise to drive demons out? Drive problems out, bondage out. Even sickness is healed through praise. Do you know that? Sickness is healed with praise. I've seen people healed in my crusades when they began praising the Lord and forgetting their own trouble. God healed people on wheelchairs when they began praising the Lord. It's power to praise people. And number seven, praise releases God to do battle. Remember in 2 Chronicles, the story there that we've read over and over in chapter 20. What an amazing, amazing thing that took place there with Israel because they came to a, to a place where the enemy was, was, you know, coming at them and Jehoshaphat stands up and says, believe the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Because a prophecy came from one of the Levites and now it says, that when he, the king, consulted with the people, watch this, and there's an army coming at these people to destroy them. And he knew the power that could destroy that army of the enemies. So he consults with the people in verse 21 of 2 Chronicles 20. He appoints what singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And when they began to sing and praise the Lord, it says the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon. Ambushments. The Lord fought for them, in other words. Wow. He caused people to lie in wait for them, possibly angels. We don't know that. It says the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, which were coming against Judah, and they were smitten. But who smote them? Those ambushments. Who are they? I think they were angels, because the army wasn't there. All they did is sing. And the Lord put supernatural beings to destroy the army. And now it says, when they began to sing to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushment against the children of, Am of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who came against Judah, and they were smitten. Dear Jesus, I give you praise. Because it says when Judah came, they, they weren't there. It says they saw the multitude, 
dead bodies everywhere. Not one escaped. Not one escaped. So when they began to praise, angels were released. You know, that's what happens when we praise the Lord. I'm telling you, I believe with all of my heart, angels are released when we praise the Lord. So begin doing it today. Begin doing it. Lord, I give you praise. Come on, people of God. We give you praise, Lord, for your word, for your promises. We bless your holy and glorious name today. Hallelujah. You know what? You need right now to put on your worship music, your praise music. If you're struggling, get that music going on your phone or CD or or iPad or whatever. Just play that beautiful worship and begin praising the Lord with that worship and you'll have a great day. You'll have a great day, a great night. I promise you. It's happened to me many, many times. All right, it's time to give to the Lord's work today. Let's bless him also with our offering. Let's honor him with our substance because we do. And when we do, God blesses us financially too. And if you're facing a financial need, sow a financial seed and see what God will do with it because he promised it. It's his word. It's his word. We, we believe his word because God Almighty is God Almighty and everything he says is true. So he said, sow your seed and he'll give you a harvest. But we have to praise him after you sow that seed. Praise him for the harvest. Just praise him. That's how we water the seed, by praising the Lord. You can do it right now. On the platform you're watching me on, you can go to our website, which is the easiest. Benihin.org. That's all you have to do. Just go on the website and sow your seed in praise. In praise. Or you can simply text BHM 45777. And why praise? It waters the seed. Hallelujah. So we sow and then we water it with praise. And God gives us the harvest. To you, Lord, be the praise. So thank you for being with me. And I will see you tomorrow. Much love. Bye-bye. Benny Hen Ministries has stayed on the cutting edge for the past five decades, making the move from analog television to digital broadcasts, HDTV, the Internet, streaming live events, and social media. Today's fast-changing, bold new world brings an entirely new set of challenges. What we did in 1974 when this ministry began, or in 2000, or even 2022, will not be effective in 2023. And who knows what 2024 and beyond will bring. Benny Hens Ministry has been at the forefront of each innovation that provides a better way of taking the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world more effectively and efficiently. Today, more than ever before, we stand on the edge of a bold new world. From the beginning, the Lord made it clear that keeping and storing all archives and resources should be a top priority. This is a new hour. This is the Joshua generation. Now I want to tell you something. The first thing God said to Moses is go down. The first thing he said to Joshua is arise. We're not a people who are going down. We're the ones who are rising up. Even with controlled temperature storage facilities, time has been the enemy. Tape warping, decay, housing detachments, cracks, shredding, and breakdowns happen. Older tapes break, disintegrate, and require surgical type methods of restoration. Thus far, we've rescued and digitized 10,500 of the 13,437 tapes from the past half century. To God be the glory. A conservative estimate to finish this digitation process 
is a million dollars to restore the final 30% of these disintegrating tapes and move everything over to a much more permanent digital format. The project, already started, can be completed fairly quickly. Imagine, if you will, what could happen if all of our digitized material could be used to translate everything into every language on Earth. It is possible, even better. How exciting would it be to translate these materials using the same voice as originally spoken, yet in all of the different dialects around the world? Pastor Benny speaks several languages, but imagine if his teachings became available online with him speaking in Swahili, Mandarin, Portuguese, Belarusian, or Cherokee. This amazing AI tool will be useful around the world. Pastor Benny's legacy, life's work, calling, and anointing will be preserved for generations yet to come until the Lord returns. And with artificial intelligence tools that can translate all of the digitized materials into languages around the world, we can truly fulfill our Lord's great commission. Nearly 50 years ago, this great adventure known as Benny Hen Ministries began with one voice. Today, that one voice continues to be amplified over and over through every possible means. It's time to finish the job. What happens next will be the greatest blessing of all. Isn't it wonderful what the Lord has done? And to Jesus be all the glory. I wanted to show you this beautiful report about the digitizing of thousands and thousands of hours already of the great meetings from the past. Because we want to keep them for our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. We would have lost a lot of these tapes had we not started working on them. I want to say thank you for helping us, but we are still not finished. We have 4,000 hours still to complete. We've completed 10,000 hours, already 10,000 hours, and you saw the difference with the before and after. We were actually losing the tapes, and now here they've come back to life because of your help, and I want to say thank you with all my heart for helping us. But the job is not done yet. We have got to finish the job now, 4,000 hours, and then we're going to start the translations. What you heard today was the voice of a robot <laughs> talking. It wasn't a lady. It was actually a robot talking to you. And isn't that amazing that this can be done? But now we can do it in every language on earth. I wanted you to get a little taste of the voice of a person, but it wasn't really a person. A lady just kind of talked, and then they copied her voice. And what I'm going to do now is I, they're going to have me tape my voice in English, and they're going to translate everything you, that, that, that you'll see in the future in every language on the globe. Every language. Think about the impact it's going to have worldwide when we show the great crusades, the great meetings, OCC days, the great conferences, and so much more, not only in English, but in every language on the globe. So let's finish the job first with the 4,000 hours left to be digitized. And please, please, please help me now because we don't want to lose those tapes. The longer we wait, then they, they, they will, you know, they won't even be able to work with them. But you saw what has happened. You saw the difference. You saw the bad you know, pictures from the past and how new now 
how they came back alive so beautifully because of the new equipment and the way they do it now. So we need your help still. So thank you, thank you. I just wanted to show you that your money is doing the job. What you gave in the past is really making it happen. But let's keep doing it for the Lord, please. This is for his glory. I talk to young people all the time who have seen things from the past and their life has been changed. I was in a place not long ago, in a restaurant, in fact, and we were showing this waitress what God did in Venezuela because she's from Venezuela and she was just glued. We showed it you know, on the phone and now you can show all this on you know, people's phone and iPad and laptops and all that. But it's wonderful what God is doing worldwide. And let's keep doing it for the Lord and his glory because now it can go to every nation on earth in every language on earth because of your help. I want to pray with you that God will bless you for this as you obey him. Blessed Jesus, thank you. Lord, I pray you'll bless your people. Multiply them on every side and bless them financially, Lord. As they bless your work, so your word will go to every nation on earth, Lord. I give you the praise for touching our young people and our grandchildren, children and grandchildren, Lord, and great-grandchildren. We give you all the praise. And God's people said, Amen. Let's do it for them. Let's do it for our children. Let's do it for our grandchildren, great-grandchildren, so they will see the power of God. They will not be lost. All right. You can give right now on the platform. You're watching me on. You can go to our website, benihin.org, or you can simply text BHM45777. So thank you for loving. Thank you for giving. And let's keep glorifying our wonderful Savior. Much love to you. Thanks again.